and welcome back everybody to another episode of the last ones in podcast i am jariah archuleta joined today by e hello and robbie hi and today we watched back to the future part two, two. Not two. It's part two. It's put like, like the two instead of T O. So back it's like back to, to the, the future. future, and then the third one is uh, back to the future three or uh, Tokyo Drift. Yeah. <laughs> you can't say that. I've sure. seen them. Um. So yeah, what, we when did we watch the first one? Like two months ago? I think a, a month. It, it's yeah, been a two. while. At it's least a at least two because we did a month bell. Yeah, I'm gonna say it's probably been two to three ish months since yeah. we've watched that first one. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna read the back of the box real quick, because I think that's just fine. After visiting 2015, Marty McFly must repeat his visit to 1955 to prevent disastrous changes to 1985 without interfering with his first trip. That's the back of the box I got off of IMDb, because I have the 4K trilogy remaster special super stupid edition, and it doesn't have, like, back of the boxes in them, technically. So... It's it just fair. has, like, own the collection on the back of it. Yeah. Okay, there's very few situations where, like, you would want to buy, like, a tr- the entire trilogy if you didn't know the movie already. Yes. I feel like most people are in, like, ah, well, you know, I've been hearing about this Back to the Future. Better spend a bunch of money on this super expensive version. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, there are people who buy collectibles just to own collectibles. Yeah, and people, that technically is a collectible. People definitely do that. I'm doing that. I'm I've been buying some vinyls, and I have no way to listen to them. It's great. I have a way to listen to vinyls, and I also don't listen to them. <laughs> so I want to get one just so I can lay on the floor and listen to it. Is that like a thing? Just it, I don't know. I feel like it's that's an aesthetic the way to listen to music. I feel like I'm old now. What? I don't, want, I don't ever want to be on the floor. The floor is the worst place. Never get back Your up. Your floor suck. You have shitty carpet. It's better now. <laughs> it's been walked it's in. It's broken in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we broke this carpet in. Uh, so yeah, rated PG. Surprisingly. Well, again, before uh, PG-13 was a thing. Well, I think Gremlins. Actually, it might not have been before PG-13 was a thing. Now I'm thinking about it. I mean, PG, you... Like, not to be like, oh, you could give away with so much. You literally could get away with so much before, like, 1990s. Even Which, in the 90s, actually. Yeah. Uh, Back to the Future Part 2, by the way, came out in 1989. Yeah, uh, PG-13 became a rating in uh, July 1st, 1984. Yeah. So I'm just kind of shocked this actually did get a PG over PG-13. It's not, like, super violent or anything like that, but there is some sexual stuff, and there's actually quite a bit of language in this one, I would say. There's so... They curse a lot, and also there's very harsh themes, I would argue. Yeah, there are. There are a lot of very harsh themes, actually. Um, But, yeah, Robbie, before we get into anything else also, do you want to let us know where people can watch this if they want to watch it? So this one actually is kind of a good thing. Uh. It, there's the usual suspects, YouTube, Google Play, uh, Redbox, and Vudu. I almost said Googlebox for some reason. Googlebox. <laughs> uh, all those are $3.99. However, Amazon Prime and Freebie, you can watch for free. On I there. imagine with ads. Yeah, probably with ads. But yeah, like, but it, it's an easy get that luxury. Yeah, it's yeah. an easy path of entry to watch this movie, though, yeah, if you true. haven't seen it for whatever what, reason. What movie did we watch with ads on this show? Car- yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, ones that you probably shouldn't actually. <laughs> yeah. Messes with the tone quite a bit. Oh, yeah. But imagine if we watched Seven Samurai with that. That'd be a seven-hour okay. movie. 
yes, yeah, so I have seen this movie before. Uh, I've probably only seen it like three or four-ish times. Not a whole lot all the way through, actually. Which, did you say you saw the first one? I don't even know. Too many? First one was on TV all the time when we were That's kids. Fair. So was the second one, but I never like watched it all the way through, really. Yeah. Uh, the third one I've seen the least of all of them, for sure. Weirdly enough, I think the second was the one I've seen the least amount, but it had been so long since I had watched them. Like as an adult, I would get two and three mixed up. I kept on thinking that like they go to the old west in the second one, and then they have to go back to the actual future in the third one. Yeah, but. yeah. Uh, e of course has not seen this. Mm-mm. Robbie, how long has it been since you've seen this movie? Years. I couldn't say exactly how long, but quite some time. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we'll go with the person who's just never seen it. Initial thoughts here. E. I am really surprised because I actually think I like this more than the first one. That's most people's sentiment, I would say. I'm just kind of surprised because there's, there's very few sequels I do like more than the first one. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I mean, that's it's, just a general trend with movies. Anyways, yeah, I was going to say it's a general stereotype with movies that the sequel's never as good as the first. However, that does happen. Sometimes a sequel can be better than the first one. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we still need to get to Aliens, which I've been told is better. I it, think is. it is. I think it is better, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I was really like feeling like, oh man, this is probably just going to feel like it's like treading old ground and this and that. I probably shouldn't have felt that way considering they did write all of these like at the same time. They wrote one, then they wrote two and three at the same time. Yeah. But like, I think you were telling me they kind of had an idea of where they wanted to go. Yeah, they did. Like it wasn't just random. It's not like now where like a sequel will come out four years after and they probably started writing after they saw the box office yeah yeah definitely or the other way around where they've written everything beforehand before the first movies even come out yeah <laughs> uh but yeah i was pleasantly surprised i it's kind of interesting how little time's in the future in this movie yeah because that's kind of what everyone talks about constantly it's the thing people talk about in the second one and it's just it's so nut. it's like 10 minutes Maybe if twenty, that. yeah, yeah, which is just so funny to think about. Yeah, that's the Home Alone effect, I think. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, I don't think that's even fair though, because I'm gonna say the rest of Home Alone's kind of like whatever, kind of boring. The rest of this movie, I think, is way better than the first bit in the future. Yeah, I think it's because a lot of people were hoping that, like, oh man, I wonder what they got right, and I wonder what they got wrong. I guess we'll find out by 2015. I don't know if it was that. Um. I think when we got to like 2012, people kept thinking about that. Absolutely, yeah. Like, no, no, time, everyone though. thought we were going to die in 2012. Well, everybody. very few people actually thought that. <laughs> <laughs> they made a lot of movies making it seem like we were going to, though. It wasn't Y2K, Robbie. There weren't like a ton of people who actually really thought it. Which that's a whole we, thing. so yeah. Like very quick thing about the Y2K. People love to talk about like how like people were stupid for thinking that. Uh, I I watched a lot about it and. It's it actually was a very serious issue and we actually did fix it. Yeah. Which yeah. like a lot of people gloss over like that was something that could fuck up a lot of things and we fixed it. Yeah. It's got to change a couple numbers. <laughs> yeah. The problem is you had to go like into the infrastructure on like the firmware of like how the computer works and everything to like fix it, but yeah. There were a lot of computers that like whenever Y2K actually did happen and like they just kept the 19 there and it instead of like, you know, erroring out because it couldn't go past 1999 it just went to 1900 and it was like oh apparently it's 1900 now whatever yeah. moving on yeah <laughs> I, yeah well that was some of the issue is if it did that on stuff like banks and yeah other things that keep track of like math happening year by year right there is, were people yeah. who like some people who were very very smart with computers that did fix that 
Yeah. yeah. And like they knew it ahead of time. I think I forget what year. I think there's supposed to be another one in like twenty one thirty six or something arbitrarily like that. Yeah, That's, because of the binary that goes yeah. into computers. So and look forward to that, guys. I am looking forward to that. <laughs> look forward we'll to we'll totally be alive in twenty one thirty six. I I think I will be. I think they'll figure out head and jar technology. <laughs> and we'll definitely be on the like high end of people. Absolutely. They say. They're gonna say these guys did a podcast for a while. <laughs> we, we need to do more th- podcasts. They we- can do multiple they can do, do nothing but podcasts and they're just jars and heads. Yeah. <laughs> that would suck. Or heads and jars. We're gonna I got be, that around. We're gonna be part of corporate America in a hundred years. <laughs> Oh boy! Uh, <laughs> but yeah, um, no, yeah, genuinely, really surprised how much I just enjoyed this because, like, the first one's like very charming. I think this one's like a really good movie. It's a really good time travel movie, actually. Yeah, and it it does really well on freeing up the time travel aspect of it. Yeah, I like it's so it's really like a breath of fresh air, which is always a funny thing to say when you're talking about an old thing. <laughs> but like, with how like. So much of every time travel thing constantly needs to be like multiverse theory and this and that. It's so nice that this is like, now oh, there's one timeline. We just kind of messed it up and we can just go back and fix it. Uh, yeah, it's actually like kind of ridiculous that like every single, every single thing is like multiverse everything, everything multiverse because it's kind of fucking tiring. I think yeah. that's kind of a newer thing though because I know for it a is. while there. Dragon Ball Z had multiverse stuff. Eventually. I mean, what that stuff was like 20 years ago, wasn't it? No, well, when original was tr- Dragon Ball was, but when was the trunk stuff? Robbie Dragon Ball Z was also twenty years ago. Yeah, We're old shut now. up. <laughs> yeah, Dragon Ball was like uh, the ninety. <laughs> Actually, tech, our Dragon Ball I think started like nineteen eighty nine. I think. Yeah, but yeah, I think it was early two thousands. Whenever the trunk stuff did happen. Yeah, two, but two uh, twenty years ago, ago Robbie. Yeah, <laughs> but what I mean is it eventually got there is because uh, there were a lot of time travel movies that kind of followed the same aspect of this one of just like, oh no, you touched someone's hair in 1955. Now we have Nazis yeah. in here. Now we got to fix that. Like there was a lot of things like that that happened in um, a lot of different time travel movies, and then eventually they went to multiverse theory of just like, oh, that already happened yeah. over in this parallel universe. Got to get back to over this parallel universe. I wonder what did like popularize it i almost want to say dragon ball but i think i might be giving it a little too much credit for like western writers to pick it up i think the thing that popularized it right now in media as it is i'm gonna say it's end game i don't know i feel like i saw it a lot before end game i feel like i didn't you definitely didn't see a bunch of movies in theaters talking about multiverse theory there were a couple but like i think it's te- technically not a time travel movie, but like Jet Li's the one that's a multiverse movie. Um, technically, yeah. But there's no time travel; it's just multiverse. Yeah. Um, I don't know. There were a couple of other movies that like did multiverse theory stuff, but a lot of it was not so much time travel related. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna stick with Endgame as the thing that made it to where everybody has to do it all the time now. I'm sticking with it. I think there's been a huge batch of things that have come up in the last three years, three, four years, that have just, like, fucking everything has to be multiverse. I don't know. We would have to, like, sit down, get all the time travel movies, like, that came out, and see if we could find, like, a common ancestor of the multiverse time travel. Because, like... I mean, comics well, have been doing it for forever. I mean, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Because, uh, like, they'll... 
about time is between Dragon Ball Z and Endgame. Well, it's gonna, <laughs> and I think, that one's like more this kind of rule set. Yeah, technically the oldest ones I can think of is comic-wise would be like um, X-Men's Days of Future Past. Because that comic goes back to like the, I want to say the late 80s, early 90s maybe. I'm not sure exactly when that one was written. Marvel's but. been playing around with multiverse stuff. Right, since for almost a long time. But yeah. the oldest movie I could think of that's technically a time travel movie, but has like multiple or like kind of multiverse stuff, even though it's more of this of just like you change one thing, it changes everything else is like butterfly effect. Not multiverse. That's literally one timeline. He goes back and keeps wiping the timeline clean. It's not multiple universes. Eh. <laughs> yeah. maybe we'll figure out this between now and when we watch the third one i don't know Hopefully. we won't we won't but maybe we will maybe if we remember to do a little bit of research for like 10 minutes we can figure it out but chances are it may not happen yeah. we won't I don't know. it's just it's just kind of dry definitely won't it's very fun to like see this because i i get why people like the multiverse theory because like technically it makes more sense quote unquote or whatever i think it does make sense i don't know i mean as much sense as any time travel makes yeah um, but I, I like this system cause it feels like there's a lot more at stake a lot of times. Sure. I think that's why everybody used it. Yeah. I, that is the thing that I dislike about multiverse so much is that everything kind of feels meaningless. Yeah. Cause it's like, uh, you did it, but you didn't fix anything. Yeah. Nothing's, nothing's changed at all actually here. Yeah. Yeah. Like, with DBZ, that's the funny thing of like, they say Trunks goes back and saves everything and then has to go to the future and then kill everything. And then he still lives in a shitty, fucked up world. Yeah. And then Super does whatever the fuck it does. I don't know. Everything. But. It does fucking everything. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So you liked this. Yeah, I liked this quite a bit, actually. <laughs> uh, it was a lot of fun. All right. Uh, super fucking funny. Yes. It's very funny. Very, very funny. Uh, Robbie. Yep. Back to the Future Part 2. Thoughts? I like it. Okay. It's... uh. Like I said, there's certain things, like, going back and watching it again, like, I just forgot because it's been a while since I watched it. There's certain things that just kind of stick with your mind, especially considering it becomes part of the zeitgeist, especially, like, the them traveling to 2015 and, like, all the future technology that you see there. And um, I almost forgot about, like, the whole Almanac thing. Oh, like the plot Which of is, the like, movie. yeah, pretty much the plot of the movie. That's the only thing I knew about this one. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, like, I don't know, there's... Some good parts. There's still some technically like 80s jank in that movie, but... Oh, there's tons and tons yeah. of 80s nonsense, yeah. But like some of it is still fun. Some of it is still just kind of like, okay, like that. that's just a thing. Uh, when it comes to like some of the acting styles that they have and like some of the gags that they pull and everything, it is still very much a funny movie. It does add to like the overall uh, zeitgeist and like make make it feel from, you know, the first movie just being like, you know, this one time travel movie thing to where like there's like this whole big lore to it and stuff like that or just like you know past that could have happened and think you know kind of what happens if you mess with time travel too much it doesn't change like one or two things it changes everything yeah which i like it a lot yeah it, it's pretty fun it i think this movie might have been the movie that kind of did start the whole like oh we got to go back and fix like what you messed up in the past kind of thing we got to go back to the future yeah, yeah. To go back to which the future. that became almost like a there's a lot of movies in the 90s that did that trope and some tried to take it more seriously some took it less seriously so i don't like this and butterfly effect and that's like it there's a couple other ones that i don't even know if butterfly effect's good it has its moment first one is it takes itself deadly serious yes that's fine i think one and three are very good i have not seen three two sucks two sucks yeah (laughs) but um anyway there are other ones like time cop was another one that was a jean-claude van damme movie 
So it you'll wasn't never good. guess what it's about. Robocop back in time. Kind of. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's that. Like, there's been other comedy movies that tried doing the same thing, which is. I mean, Bill eh. and Ted's time travel, right? Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, yeah. 80s yeah. movie as well. Yeah. And their bogus journey. But yeah, like, it's just kind of one of those, like, it did eventually become a tired trope, but like, this is the movie that kind of started that trope going on. And like, it, it's good. Like, it's, it doesn't feel cheap or like, it felt like they put like, love and care into the script to like make this a good movie yeah there's actually some effects that still hold up and look pretty good in this even in the 4K some of the practical remaster effects remaster and stuff like that yeah some of the practical effects look really and good some still. look like garbage and some look like total dog shit like <laughs> man that is from the 80s isn't it yep <laughs> uh yeah i like back to the future part two a lot uh the series in a whole is just very very fun it all yeah. feels like one very concise um, very well-meaning, not well-meaning, but like very well-put-together story. Like it seems yeah. like there was actual thought put in. Like, what are we gonna do next? And I, I think that's great. Uh, one thing that I didn't remember in this is how much it really does tease out that there's gonna be a third one before yeah. they even tease out. They say so many things. Yeah, like you have the start. I, Doc's like, man, I don't get to go to my favorite time period, the Old West. Yeah. there's really weird that's his favorite time period. Yeah, there was a lot of times, like, watching this, like, that they said something in there. I was like, oh, yeah, that's definitely in the third one. Like, I had to stop myself from going, foreshadowing, while watching the movie. But, like, they really do foreshadow it. And people in the theater watching this didn't know that that was going to happen. So, like, that and then ending it with a fucking, spoilers, ending with a fucking trailer for three. That's so good. It's that's so, so funny good. to me that that's how this movie ends. Like, that's just it. baked into the movie that there's yes. a trailer at the end. Yeah. Uh, it, they were... Spoilers? Well, I don't know. It's talking about production. I don't know if production is a spoiler. But they were filmed at the same time, uh, Lord of the Rings style. So the third movie was actually done when this movie came out. They just put it out release because they don't want to, like, steal their own money, basically. Because uh, movies used to stay in theaters for a really long time. Yeah. Year and a half. Yeah. Like, they would... You just set a number, don't say yeah to No, that. like, <laughs> year, like a movie would stay in theater for, like, a whole year. Like, physical releases were not a guarantee uh, mm-hmm. in the 80s. Even in the 90s, a physical release was not guaranteed. Yeah. Like, Which now... Which funny, because v- VHSs were kind of cheap to make. They were cheap to make. DVDs, even cheaper. <laughs> Weird to think about. Yeah. Uh, like now, if there's not a physical release of a movie, you're like, what the fuck? Like nobody buys them, but you're like, why didn't they put that out? You're like, oh, okay, it was an animated thing, huh? <laughs> That's what. <laughs> no, I do. there's there's still one that I'm I'm waiting, hand and foot, The Empty Man. Uh, didn't get a physical release. Was in theaters for like a week. It was in the transition between Disney buying Fox, and it was given too much money. For a horror movie, and then he was ne- the director of that movie, who was also the writer and whatnot, was just never told no, and so he just he did what he wound wanted. up getting like a hundred and twenty million for this super weird horror movie. <laughs> Do you like it? Yes. You don't sound certain. There's no, like weird- he was talking about this before. Um, there was an episode that we had where Richard just kept on going, "The Empty Man, the Empty Man, the Empty yeah. Man," because that was from that movie and. Him and Sam had watched it. That movie changes its plot every single act. It's That'd a different me. movie every single act. It's so crazy. I want to bring it on here, but it's so crazy. Uh, anyway, yeah, Back to the Future is good. <laughs> yeah, that's your thoughts? <laughs> that's my thoughts. I really like Back to the Future Part 2. It's really good. I think that there is 
some treading old ground in this. I think it does good to not feel too annoying about it, though. Yeah. Like, like, it's mostly in the first bit, which is fair, because it's like, hey, look, it's like the movie. Yeah. Like, hey, you guys remember that movie that, like, everybody loved and talked about and everything? We remade it in the future. It's the first 15 minutes. All right. We're done. We're done. Back to the movie. Back to the new plot, Uh, which I think is fun. It works really well. It gets you into the pace of things because this movie just fucking starts yeah <laughs> well it starts exactly where the first one leaves off so yes which i don't remember if i brought this up last time uh the ending of the first movie and the beginning of this movie they're different shots they are yes the and exact no exact same thing the exact same script it is shot for shot but they recast the girlfriend between movies oh and so they reshot it all brand new but shot first shot of that first movie they use the same script they use the huh. same sets they use the same lighting hmm. uh they meticulously went in and reshot it they tried to say the lines the same way uh all kind it was insane what they did and there was something i remarked much later in the movie so that's probably why that happened then or no the which in part the prom when like it's ending everything You'll have to be more specific. <laughs> okay, slight spoilers. Like when she says Marty instead of Kevin. I kept trying to look that up. I don't know. I think that might have been in the original. It might have been, yeah. I, I kept trying to look. Like, I think at one point he says, call, call me Marty to her in the first movie. I thought he said that like as he left. I think he said earlier in the movie, like, oh, you don't have to call me. Uh, that's what my mom, that's like my birth name or whatever. Like, call me Marty. I don't quite remember. And she's like, Marty, I like that name. I mean, she says that as it ends. Yeah, I don't. As he leaves, I know for sure. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember. Yeah, honestly. This is like, wait, what? (laughs) Yeah. Um, But yeah, there's like a bunch of things that they had to reshoot, obviously, that were uh, clone scenes from the first movie because they had to get Mm -hmm. different perspective on it. So there's just a bunch of stuff that's reshot that's completely remade from that first movie. That's crazy. Yeah. I didn't even notice. Well, no shit, I didn't notice because I never face blindness. Yeah, yeah. but like I didn't even notice it was a different person. Yeah, uh, I mean to be fair, I didn't realize it was a different person either. Yeah, after and like you, you really would only notice if you watched side by side of it because they did a really good job, like a really good job. Did you see if there's like a specific reason? Yeah, because they recast the girl. No, like why did they recast the girl? Uh, I think she had a couple of different things, and they had somebody else who just worked better for the role. Yeah. Well, I know there's like another thing as like a little fun fact. I don't know if like they had to like use old footage of him or something, but the guy who plays George McFly, yeah, uh, he didn't want to be in this movie. No, he but, didn't. Yeah, if I remember correctly, so like that's why they killed him off in this one for like the <laughs> spoilers. <laughs> oh no! For uh, like the scene wherever like he goes and visits his grave is because they're like, oh, like we could have made like the somewhat future of him here, but he didn't want to be a part of the movie, so we just had to reuse some old footage of him. For like these scenes That's and like kind of film around it because he didn't want to be a part of it, so now he's just dead in the second one. Yeah, which works fine. Yeah, they work around it pretty well. They use old works, footage. Yeah, yeah, it works fine. So yeah, just I guess it's just one of those like, oh yeah, there's a four year gap between one and two, so these guys are either doing something else with their career, or they just didn't want to be a part of the second movie. Yeah, and at this point, Michael J. Fox's career has fucking taken off. Oh yeah, he's the biggest name in Hollywood. He's the biggest name in comedy. What else is he in? fucking everything he was in everything in the 80s and 90s he has multiple emmys i think he has an oscar nom uh 
he was huge. He was fucking huge. Michael J. Fox was huge. Uh, his his illness is like one of people's like man that is such a huge career that that illness just completely took away. Yeah, uh, Parkinson's. Yeah, yeah, because uh, he was in a sitcom called Spin City, I think, and it was fucking. It was huge, huge. and like they had to like they had him just say goodbye. Uh, I think it was like the season before the last, or like midway through the show, because he realized like he couldn't be an actor anymore if he was dealing with Parkinson's and he had to deal with that. So he just said good, like had this whole like, oh yeah, like uh, we're moving my career to over here now, so I can't work in this office anymore. Goodbye, everybody. Yeah. Um. Very very sad. He was huge, top of the world. He is honestly super super talented. He did a few bit roles where they worked Parkinson's into his characters and a couple things. He has a really good two-part episode in Scrubs uh, that is fucking brilliant. Where he has Parkinson's? Yep. Well, yeah, his character well, has Parkinson's in there. He also has OCD in that episode. Also has super OCD. Yeah. Um, He's not the, like, brother of the main doctor or whatever. No. That's okay. a whole different thing. Yeah, okay. Scrubs is good, man. But... <laughs> I'll... I'll Not... I won't you watch won't it, watch but, it, like... No. I, I saw a retrospective on it. I was like, man, this does look pretty cool. Scrubs is great. But yeah, no, there's this whole two-parter about, like, accepting yourself and, like, learning what your limitations are and, like, learning how to, like, work. It's so good. So I think he actually did get uh, Emmy nom for, for those episodes. Scrubs got a lot of awards, didn't Scrubs it? Scrubs got a lot of awards. Scrubs was great. So is Michael J. Fox. So is Back to the Future Part <laughs> 2. We're back. We're back. I got us back. Uh, uh, so, yeah, Eve. Plot us. Okay, so uh, right where the thing ends, Doc's like, we gotta go to the future because your kid's a bastard. <laughs> yes, sure. And then uh, has to stop his kid from getting arrested because that causes a billion things to happen and Marty dies or something. I don't know. Marty's life just goes to shit. It, it kind of was already. <laughs> it kind of was already, yeah. <laughs> but it goes even more into the shits. Yeah. yeah. His other daughter gets arrested or whatever. Yes, yeah, so his son gets arrested from helping Griff. Griff, not Biff. Uh, it's Biff's grandson, Griff, do a crime. And then while Marty's son is in jail, his daughter tries to break his son out of jail, and she gets arrested doing that. Yeah. And then he has another son that's just not in jail. But he sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, Basically... Yeah, so he has to fix that stuff. Um, Lorraine? Is, yes. Uh, she's also there, and Doc knocks her out uh, no. and throws her in an alley. No, Lorraine is the mom. Oh. Who's the girl? That's a great question. I bet Robbie's going to be able to tell us here very soon. I can, as soon as I pull it back up onto the thing. Yes. Jennifer. Jennifer. There you go. Yeah, Doc knocks out Jennifer and leaves her in an alley. Yeah. And then uh, the shenanigans that's like, hey, look, this is the first movie again. And then they save the day. But, ah, shit, the cops found Jennifer's unconscious body. And also, you get a cameo by, well, not even cameo, it's Elijah Wood's first role. Yeah. He's one of the kids in the arcade. Yeah. Or in the diner. He's like, I don't want to use video games with my hands. Which, to be fair, 2015, everybody knows you didn't use your hands for video games. Yeah, it's true. We all got the the crazy mind eye thing. Yeah. And then Bayonetta was out at that time, so it was just the one button thing. You just put a weight on the button, you just go to town. <laughs> uh yeah. 
So all that stuff happens. Uh, Jennifer gets brought to her and Marty's house, so Doc and Marty have to get her. And we see Marty's uh, piece of shit. He just garbage. He's a super garbage guy. He's a grifter. Can't say no to being called a chicken. Yeah. Also, I do want to say one of my favorite things in this, because it's just so dumb and clever and like throwaway, but it makes sense because you wouldn't even think about it, I don't think, honestly, is that all in that first movie, they put a bunch of old prosthetic makeup on Doc because he's supposed to be super, super old. And in this one, he gets to the future. He starts tearing his skin off. He's like, Doc, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I got this genetic surgery that made me look 25 years younger. So he didn't have to keep putting the makeup on him. It's yeah. so good. Yeah. It's so clever. It's dumb throwaway thing, it's and stupid. I love it. <laughs> uh, I mean, they had to for a later part. Yes. But, yeah. you know. But, yeah. So uh, we see Marty's life. He was ruined because he got in a drag race and broke his hand. Yeah. And. And a guy, or hit a guy in a Rolls Royce, and the guy in the Rolls Royce sued because money. Yeah, and uh, couldn't play guitar anymore. Yeah, which that's funny because I just only think about watch for Rolls Royce. Why watch? Because it's the Rolls Royce rosters, aren't they? I I think it's one of those things like whenever you buy like a super high end luxury car, you usually like get a super expensive watch to go with it. I just thought it was the watch. Nope, they're definitely a car company. Yeah, I only uh, knew them as car company. Yeah, Rolls Royce is one of the oldest car companies in history. Like the one of the very first cars in like eighteen sixty something was a Rolls Royce, mm. and now they just make super high end luxury cars and Awful. watches apparently and watches. Uh, but yeah, so Marty's life's ruined. Jennifer sees this and is like, oh fuck. Yeah, uh, like, oh, God, this is what my life's going to become if I don't get out of here. You see all of his family, his son who looks like him, his daughter who looks like him. <laughs> yeah, because it's just, it's just Michael J. Fox and drag. It's so interesting, though, when you think of now how, like, uppity conservatives get about drag. Mm-hmm. And, like, no one gave a shit. No one gave a shit. Nope, they didn't. No. Like, people always talk about how no one gave a shit. And, like, it's so interesting to see this because, like, no one ever talked about this. Yeah. I mean, why it's would no- they? It doesn't matter. Yeah, it's yeah. nothing. <laughs> it's just like, oh yeah, like she needs to look like her dad, so we're just gonna put you, we're gonna put a wig on you, and you're gonna act like a girl for like five minutes. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. And then she sees her future self, and the time paradox does not happen, but they both pass out. This is something that I find very, very funny because Doc says to Marty, like, don't, "Hey, don't if, let yourself see yourself. Don't let yourself see yourself because." You'll either freak out and whatever, and you'll pass out for who knows how long, or you'll create a time paradox. And I like that because whenever Doc sees other Marty again, spoilers for the end. This is gonna be a, it's spoilers for the movie. You know what? Yeah. Spoilers for this whole movie. When he sees Marty at the very end of the movie, he just passes the fuck out. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> That's funny to me though, because like he saw Marty the whole time. Yeah, but then Marty's back. Yeah, he, Marty's yeah, he just back. he just saw him leave. Yeah. So good. I don't know. Do you pass out? It sounds like, oh, wait, I forgot my keys. I also was reading something online about there's a theory of, like, how Biff doesn't go insane. Or, like, a time paradox traded because Biff is just too stupid to realize it's even an older him. <laughs> I think that Doc is just full of shit. It's also possible Doc <laughs> I think he shit. just says... I he just says he that as, it, it's probably a scientific theory, and that's the I, thing about theories. Is I think he's just that. trying to convince Marty not to see what he's like in the future. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. I think that's literally it. Yeah, and I think Jennifer's <laughs> just kind of 
a pansy. Yeah. <laughs> Quite frankly. What I'm wondering is, because uh, like the whole thing with like old Biff, since we're already in spoiler territory, yeah, yeah. is because uh, I remember hearing that like the whole thing of like, you know, Bi- our old Biff goes back to young Biff, gives him the almanac, and then comes back. And then like you see him like holding his chest and he's sweating and everything because like they basically wrote it as he's having a heart attack as he comes back into the or to 2015. Of like maybe that's what it was is like because Biff is too dumb to realize that that was actually Biff, but old Biff saw it like going back and changing everything like caused like enough of a thing to where he wouldn't pass out, but his heart gave out on him. Here's one actual question: Shouldn't he technically have gone to the future where he's successful because of the way that time travel works? Otherwise, so I think the thing that this is saying is that once. Biff went back to that night again. It did create a fork of like, if these events happen, it creates this one. If these events happen, it creates this one. So they all coexist. I think it might like be a multiverse. multiverse. <laughs> but like the the thing that makes it weird to me is that that's like the only instance where it matters. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. Because everything else is not is one universe theory. Yeah. Or whatever that's one. I think that's just called time travel. Yeah. I'm just not time travel. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so like I don't know. That's just the one thing that's like kind of weird. Like, why did he, why did he come back here? Yeah, I just the thing that he remembers. Maybe who knows? Oh, uh, hmm. other than you know they needed the car. Other than they needed the car. <laughs> yeah, and they needed to have the mo- first movie in again. <laughs> but uh, they needed things to like work together. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, they go back to the past. Uh, to play the shitty games that suck ass. <laughs> and like Hogan's Alley for the arcade machine. Like Hogan's Alley, yeah. Uh, and then, uh-oh, everything's bad. Dun-dun. Everything's sl- slum. So well, he doesn't even notice that at first because they bring Jennifer back. Which is so funny. He's yeah. like, I remember there being bars on her window. <laughs> it's so funny they don't notice all the broken cars around them and the four sales on every house. Yeah, it, lo- it does look like 2015, though. <laughs> <laughs> um... Uh, but oh my gosh, Biff's Donald Trump, basically. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm pretty he, sure that's what they were going for. Yeah, I think he's literally inspired by Donald Trump. Donald Trump has been huge since Donald Trump existed. Yeah, unfortunately, for some reason. Yeah, I don't get it either. I don't uh, get it. Yeah. So in this universe, uh, Marty's now Biff's son, not by blood, adopted, adopted, because Marty's dad died in a quote unquote car wreck. Yeah. That we learned was not a car wreck. No, Biff killed him. Biff killed him. He was about to kill Marty too. Also, at this point, whenever they were in town doing all the old, th- doing the future stuff, uh, Marty bought the almanac, sports almanac. Oh yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah. that's kind of the big plot point. That's why Biff uh, went back in time. Yeah, to, yeah, give, to give the give sports up. almanac yeah. to past him so that he could make all these bets and be rich. Yeah. Well, I think that's actually one of those things that he brought up during the movie that happens during this because like he buys that sports almanac like, hey, maybe I can make a little bit of money. And he tells him, like, no, like, you, I didn't create the time machine so that, for financial gain. Like, we need to get rid of it. And, like, while he's getting rid of the almanac, he just kind of slides the hoverboard underneath the seat so that way he can take that back with him. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. They they thought of it. Yeah. They definitely <laughs> did. And that's one of those things. Like, writing a movie like this, you got to, like, keep everything in line because, like, point A has to happen for point B to happen for point part or point B part two to happen and so on and so forth. And so like, you got to then point B part three. Yeah. Like <laughs> got to be playing five D chess while you're making this movie. I mean, I'll, I'll say since we brought it up, uh, the hoverboard is probably one of the best looking things in this movie. It looks really yeah. good. It's a really good effect. It's really weird that the other hoverboards don't look as good. Yeah. 
Yeah. I don't know why. I think they're in this version there's some of the effects that they also did touch up. Oh, boo. So there's some cars where I think are just fully CG where they weren't before. Uh can uh, you watch the original? Um, I don't know. I haven't tried. I haven't looked at on those discs. There's a lot on those discs. That's true. There's a lot. I've not I hope you can them watch the, the original. Yeah. Like even if it's not 4K. Right, there might be one on the Blu-ray or something like that cuz generally the 4K is just the fucking movies on the 4K disc. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you can find one that's not remastered, basically. You could probably see the original. Yeah, that's my... Yeah, oh. yeah um, I bet you could. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, the hoverboard, like, some of those shots are actually really impressive. Yeah, some of it's really good. And it still looks fun. Yeah, I yeah. still want to fucking hoverboard. I don't. I'd fucking break my skull immediately. Yeah, so would I. I want it. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, If you're going to break your skull, you might as well break your skull on a hoverboard. <laughs> people always talk about, like, oh, why don't we have flying cars? And it's like... D- People can't drive normal cars. Yeah, you yeah. think they would do good with a flying car? You'd have a car through your fucking roof. Yeah. Everybody would just fucking kill each other immediately. <laughs> and we also like, have, have just... flying cars. They're called planes. And yeah. we can I was put a say, lot of people in them. Most people can't even drive a car. Like, There's a reason why it's hard to get your uh, your pilot's license. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we're in fucked timeline. Biff uh, cheated. Which you, you feel like after like... 40 times he's done this they would just assume he's like cheating like actually like yeah or he's rigging the <laughs> the things you would think i guess if he's well he's not smart so he wouldn't do this like you can't like he should like theoretically just throw some like bad bets every now and then yeah theoretically but on his very first bet he won millions he yeah. won a million yeah so like He's just betting the farm, honestly. Yeah. He does this four or five times. I bet he gets to where he would go, wants to be. In there. I, yeah, mean, I was going to say, like, he got, like, uh, he won a bunch of times in a row. Yeah. Yeah, because the whole luckiest man in the world thing. But, like, yeah, well, what was it, like, 1958 that they said that he won his first bet at the age of 21 on his 21st birthday? So, like, something like that. A million yeah. dollars in 1958 is a massive amount of money. Yeah. It's a lot of money. He probably could have stopped there, honestly. But he probably, he could, probably have. could have. Yeah. But I'm, this is Biff we're talking about. I'm just saying, I feel like someone would have, like, you know, yeah. when he won, yeah. like, five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think so, too. <laughs> um, but he's the richest man in the world, uh, owns the police, uh, forced the ghetto. Mm-hmm. Uh, Legalized gambling, even. That's at, so funny, because we're at a point where it's basically legal already. It's... They're... It used to be to where there's very specific places where you can gamble. Vegas. But gambling yeah. is becoming much more just acceptable. Yeah. I, like, I, well, to be fair, ni- or 1989 even, like Vegas was, you know, Sin City. And like, oh, only degenerates go there and blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. But like it is. It's really crazy how all the politics went over there. <laughs> and the Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> they had to go somewhere. They had to go somewhere. Yeah. Uh, also, but, that's much later. <laughs> yes. But I was going to say, like, I know it was like decriminalized in a whole lot of places because like i lived in utah for a while it's still very illegal oh, to yeah, gamble there. Illegal over there yeah there's yeah. a few states where it's super super illegal to yep. gamble it's super legal to gamble in utah which makes sense it's utah we're in one of those places where they're slowly just adding every city to the list of places you're legally allowed to gamble yeah like lame it'll get there which will get rid of most places that people would go out of their way to gamble for so places are gonna die as things always do is things become readily available everywhere the things that we're known for it will die off because you can just do whatever you want right it's whatever. It's capitalism, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I don't like gambling. 
I've, I don't like it either. I feel like I just lose money. So yeah, not like I, well, I do like personally like don't want to gamble because I don't like. It. I mean like I don't think it should be a thing. <laughs> I think it preys oh. upon the less fortunate. Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. everything does. <laughs> no, <laughs> kind of. Yeah, not not like not as gambling. much as gambling, but I mean, addiction hits wherever it hits. <laughs> Some people are addicted to gambling. Some other things, like, it's addiction because where it goes. <laughs> we also ban a lot of those things that people are addicted to. Yeah, and then we unbanned it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, man. It's whatever. Some people some people can do it. Some people can't. I feel like if I had a bunch of money and I tried to gamble, I would be one of those people who fall into a hole because I would want to win my money back, and which is why I just don't want to do it. <laughs> I mean, I remember there was one time that I went to a casino with my stepdad, and... uh we were just playing blackjack. I I quit after losing like thirty bucks, but because I'm not much of a gambler either. But uh, he was up like two hundred and some dollars, and like the you know the pit dogs or whatever they're called, the people who like make sure no one's cheating because we were playing blackjack. We were like keeping an eye on that table, but they didn't really care that much because there was a table next to us that was a high roller table. I think we watched that guy lose like four thousand dollars in the matter of thirty minutes. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Because like he had the black chips, and like if I remember correctly, the black chips are a hundred dollar chips a piece, and he had four stacks of them that were ten high. He was down to his last stack, and like it was halfway gone by the and it was just him versus the dealer by the time that I, I went up to our room afterwards. So he's not even like winning anything with that. No, no. he like lost a used Honda, basically. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, there's a reason I don't like gambling. Yeah, people they're dumb, man. Yeah. There are people who lose their entire life savings in Vegas. Like that's just a daily occurrence there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so all the neck. Yeah, Almanac. uh, Biff has it. Uh, Marty's like, You're an awful person, Biff. How did you get that almanac that you have? And he's like, I might as well tell you. Yeah, uh, on this specific date, at this specific time, I was given to it by uh, me, a distant relative, by a distant relative. He called himself a distant relative. He's yeah, like, yeah, he's like, He called himself a distant relative. I don't really see the relation though. Yeah, he, even now, he's still just too stupid to realize it was himself. I mean, I if I met like someone who like might have looked like a fifty year old me, I st- still probably wouldn't. In fact, I I wouldn't believe they're related to me. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Uh. So yeah, he goes through the whole thing, saying how it happened. Happened on the exact day of the dance, nonetheless. The day of the lightning struck. And the day <laughs> the, the lightning struck. Yes. Um. And Marty realizes that, and then he's like, and he, this other guy told me. If some weird doctor with a dumb hair or a weird kid came by and asked about it, well, there's only one thing I could do. He pulls out a gun. He starts shooting at Marty. Uh, Marty takes matches at this point, which yeah. it's one of those small. It doesn't like zoom in, concentrating on him, like taking matches. He just takes some matches. I feel like it kind of does, but it would be much worse now. Yeah, it would yeah. be much, much worse now. But like, I feel there, like yeah, it's I a little say, subtle. There's like maybe half a second scene where he looks at it and just says Biff on it. Yeah. And then he just puts uh, it in his... I don't know if I'd say it's subtle because they bring up the matches a lot before that. I don't, like I don't know. Biff's like, hey, Marty, look at these custom matches I made. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, it just comes off as, like, dumb rich guy stuff. And then Marty being like, okay, matches, whatever. I don't know. When I see him full matches, like, okay, he's going to need matches later. And he does, but it's, like, not actually that important. It's not that important. <laughs> Which is funny. Yeah. But I don't know. I just like it. I feel like the movie uh, is more subtle than people give it credit for in a lot of ways. I think it's one of those things like hindsight too. Like if you've seen the movie multiple times and you know it's going to happen anyways, like, okay, that's kind of a dumb little shot that they threw in there of like, oh yeah, this is foreshadowing of what happens later on. But like 
if you're watching it for the very first time, you're not going to know that. <laughs> yeah, like there's stuff that's going to happen in the third one, and you're going to realize, like, oh, like they had a call to that in the second movie. I'm sure. Yeah, but like yeah. all the Western stuff, like I, I mean, being the people on that very first night going to see that movie, and like all the like references to westerns and stuff like that, and at the very end having it be a reveal of like, holy shit, western. Yeah. I mean, western. Docs in 1885. Westerns were still kind of hot shit at this time, weren't they? Like yes. they were just like dying off. I they should were say. definitely dying off at this point. They were well, very like, few no, 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 very. Few. I was gonna say because like uh, what's considered to be like one of the uh, greatest westerns wasn't it until like 1992. The good, the bad, and the ugly. No, the Unforgiven. No, that was that was much earlier. But like westerns as we knew them. Oh yeah, were gone. They were sure, not the popular, like, They were not the Marvel. I'm more see, <laughs> saying like that was very fresh in people's minds. Right. Yeah. 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 More it's, than now. Because I. Because the reason I bring that up is because I would say, like, now, if something kept doing these hints, you'd be like, okay, the next one's a Western. Right. Whereas if you back knew then, if... the next, next one. Sure. Sure. <laughs> but, like, I mean, with how serialization is now, I feel like you can always assume that they're trying for another one. Yeah, yeah. and, like, the way the media cycle works now, but it didn't work that way then. No, I'm I'm saying, like, I'm, I'm saying all this in the sense of, like, it would be a lot more surprising back then when yeah. it's, like... Westerns were just on people's minds, so like, oh yeah, Doc probably watches a lot of West, a lot of Western films. Yeah, he's an up. old man. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, I love it. It's, it's, it's really good. Um, where are we at in the plot here? Uh, they go back back in time. Yeah, to well, it's one of those because yeah, he chases Marty up to the seat, or to the roof and does like like kill the son with the right, same yeah. gun as the dad. You bastard! And then uh, he tells him like he might as well just jump off because he's either gonna die of that or lead poisoning. Which and, fun yeah <laughs> but yeah there's that and then like you know he jumps off and lands on doc's car uh they knock biff are out with the car door because sure why not and then uh, i feel like they should just cat like iced him right there honestly <laughs> wouldn't have made a difference tactically it would if they fucked up fair yeah they messed it up yeah <laughs> that's why whenever they're going back doc was just like no we can't fail because <laughs> he tells me like, yeah we have to go back to the day of the dance he makes like that kind of I want to say a throwaway line about how, like, there's something about that night that uh, has to do with the space-time continuum. Or maybe it's a coincidence. Or it's a coincidence. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Also, they leave Jennifer and Einstein, the dog. Yeah. At at that timeline. Because, like, oh, like, if we fix the timeline, then they're not going to know any different anyway. So it's fine. I still don't really know why he brought Einstein. He's cool. He's dog. So that's actually the (laughs) thing. uh, Because remember, he said that he had him like cryogenically frozen. Yeah, and then because like he kept on going about like how he's gonna be late. I think he was going to pick up the dog. Maybe he did forget to do his half of the thing he was supposed to do in the future. Dog though. Yeah, you got to pick up Einstein. Yeah. You wouldn't pick up your dog. If I have infinite time, I think I can focus on the main thing. Mm, but what if you want your dog there? <laughs> <laughs> he didn't. For- he forgot to do his thing. But the dog had to be there. <laughs> I just feel like I get it. Like I want my dog there. <laughs> you have infinite time. Not uh, yeah, but technically no. But what if I want to hang out with my dog now? <laughs> Let's go. Well, write a note to yourself. Say, hey, bring me back my dog at this time, and have your future self just bring you your dog. What if he didn't? It didn't work. Then you know something happened. Which means you gotta you, get that dog. It's probably because you forgot to do the big thing you're supposed to do. Well, he better get that dog then, because he's not gonna get it. <laughs> Anyways, we're back in the past, 1955, uh, the day before, the day of? Yeah, the day of the dance. The day of yeah. the dance. The Two day of the dance. before sunrise. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, that's what they said. <laughs> it's, it's a weird thing to note. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, Marty, like, tries to get the almanac, gets stuck in the 
uh, garage and then it's just stuck there for a bit, which is, it's really interesting. They've made such a point to like, oh, we got here at a good time. And then they're like, all right, it's the night. And then they skip all of it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, Biff gave Biff the neck, <laughs> and Biff's like, ah, oh, you're a weirdo. And he's like, oh yeah. And the radio's like, ah, bets are down nine and seven and gonna lose because there's two seconds left. And Biff's like, he's gonna win. And then the other Biff's like, nuh-uh. They already said the game's over. He's like, shut up and listen, Biff. And then it's like, Mets hit a homer. Uh, everyone in the fans beat up the Mets. Oh, God, <laughs> it's everywhere. Oh, my God, it's awful. It's chaos on the field. There's three streakers. <laughs> oh, the humanity. So see, that I got crazy. the score right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, he uh, calls the score because he looks in the almanac, sees it. Uh, Biff still doesn't quite believe him, but he takes the book, and then you hear uh, old Biff talk to young Biff about the rules and stuff like that yeah. and whatnot. Don't get it wet. Don't feed it after me at night. <laughs> yeah, those are the rules. Don't put it in direct sunlight. <laughs> those those kind of are all rules of a book. Yeah, you don't want to do any of those things to a book. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if you want it to last for the next 50 years. Exactly. I mean, it lasted for, uh, I, it lasted for 60 years. Did it? Yeah, because 2015. Yeah, but that was an almanac of uh, scores from 1950 to 2000, so that was made in at least the year 2001. It's like 15 years old, maybe. I thought, well, Biff had it from, Biff had it for 30 years for sure. Yes. And it was just in pristine condition. Right. Because he kept it in a safe. That's one thing that old Biff does tell him, is like, put it in your safe. You don't have a safe. Buy a safe! Yeah. Yeah. So... (laughs) At least 45 years. At okay, least 45. Fair. Which is fair. A, a pretty, pretty good. good for a magazine, I'm going to say. Yeah. I also, I guess, I don't know the point of a sports almanac anyways, but like, it's so weird to me there being one of five decades. Uh, I mean, I mean the almanacs, internet wasn't a thing in the 80s. So yeah, I was going to say, just, before the internet, like that's how people kept track of like things that happened in the past as almanacs. I mean, sports people are fucking weird with stats, man. Yeah. <laughs> Sports people are very nerds. Yeah, they really are nerds. They're fucking math nerds like crazy, too. Um, Yeah, so uh, we waste all the daytime we had. Yeah, and Doc, the dance. Had, Doc tried to bike all the way to the whatever. To the best garage. Which I don't know why he thought that was the best choice of action. No idea, but I he think, did it. I'm pretty sure did. taxis were around. Yeah, taxes were a yeah, thing. You can yeah. just, you and just... he, he definitely had 1950s money. There's a scene yeah. wherever he opens up a briefcase with like money from all these different time periods. I do really like that. I like yeah, it too. That's it's a really, really nice touch. It's like he yeah. definitely had taxi money. And I'll, another touch I really like is in the future, he gives him a 50 to buy one Pepsi. Yeah. And in 55, he gives him like a five. He, he gives, gives him like, like 10 six, bucks. 10 bucks to like get an entire outfit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's like really, that's really Inflation. Nice. It's great. Yeah. It's really fun. Uh, so yeah. Uh, now it's the prom. Uh, it's the cool thing where you see kind of from a different angle and all that. Yeah. Uh, the Biff, classic time travel thing. Yeah. Biff has his almanac in his back pocket constantly. Uh, they get to the dance. Yeah. Uh, Biff and his sidekicks, I guess. I don't know yeah, what you want to call his cronies. His goons, his goons. Yeah. Uh, they're putting liquor in the punch because that was just a thing that people used to do at proms for whatever reason. still do it. I don't know. I didn't go to mine. I don't. No, if they have punch anymore. Why would they not have punch? I don't know. I just kind of assume they wouldn't. I don't know why. D- 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 punch doesn't punch go out pants. of like fashion. But it's probably like not in like a big bowl anymore, right? I feel like it probably still is because that's super cheap. 
Yeah, you're right. I mean, they might just put it in like a one of those Gatorade. Things, yeah, one of those right? Gatorade container things instead, because that one's at least sealed. Right. Maybe. And instead of everybody sharing from like the same container, like they can at least just all get their own and individual cups. It, and then, like right under that on the floor, there's a paper towel that's folded <laughs> up because those things are never watertight. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. But also, like, I feel like schools have like seven dollars on budget. So man, like, no money. It's ridiculous. <laughs> anyway, except the sports team, they got like seven million. I think seventy yeah. percent of most schools' budgets go to the sports teams. Yeah, yeah. And they use the excuse like, "Well, they bring us money through concession stands and blah 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 blah." But and you look and they give you, they make five dollars. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just always remember because, like, uh, when I was in high school, uh, I remember hearing that the. Uh, sports teams were complaining about how much money the band was getting, which it was way more for the sports team. But also, like, the band had to fucking lug their big-ass instruments onto the field in, like, 80-degree weather. Yeah. So yeah. I don't want to fucking hear it from the football players. <laughs> I did football, and I would rather do that again than have to lug a tuba onto a sports field and play that for three hours. Yeah. Or a drum set. Anything, really. Yeah. Well, a kazoo I could probably do. <laughs> flute, actually, flute would be fine. Yeah, there's a couple things. You still have fine. to wear those fucking big ass clothes. Still the hat. You still got to march. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, so there's you... not either of those in this movie. No, no. <laughs> uh, uh, you Biff, get a bunch of hijinks. Yeah, yeah. Just like Marty tried to get the thing, gets the wrong book. Um, the principal is given a prominent role at this point, even though he's not really that important. He, yeah, he just kind of <laughs> exists. Uh. You get the kind of reverse of George fighting Biff, where you see it like from afar. Marty steals the book, tries to get out. Uh, he has to save himself from getting killed, I guess. Yeah, from uh, from Biff's goons. goons. So he goes through that and saves himself from being beaten up, and then because it's one of those like it could have been another time paradox to where like if it, uh, past him gets beaten up. At the dance, then uh, he'll he never get in time. In time. Yeah, yeah, back in time yeah. to you know go back and which I I would be it. really interested to watch the first one to see how much they like thought ahead on that stuff. Yeah, I I, I was actually wondering that when I was watching. This. I was like, man, I kind of feel like I want to go back and watch the first one yeah. to see like any little hints or anything like that. If they even thought about that at all, who but, knows? Uh, yeah, and then all that stuff happens. Uh, he they almost get out, but then <laughs> it's so good because it's such a good uh. Oh, it's just, what's the phrasing? Uh, where you're like believing that it's going one way, and then it's the complete opposite. Subversion, misdirection, subversion, subversion. Um, because like the whole time, everyone's like, Marty can't be called a chicken. Marty can't be called a chicken. He goes, he goes ape shit if you call him a chicken. Yeah, he beats his wife if you do. <laughs> kind of, yeah, actually, uh, creates war crimes. Yeah, <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't make. Or, or, he doesn't cause them. He actually just makes new war crimes. Yeah, because Biff's <laughs> like, I'll fucking fight you, McFly, and Marty's like, No, no, that's that's no. It's like, Oh yeah, you a chicken then? And like he's like, ooh, ooh, and then. Previous Marty opens the door and just knocks him out, yeah. and it's so good. It's really funny. It's such a good subversion. Yeah, like oh man, that's like in like some like that's like a top ten like subversion of expectation joke. Yeah, the really other good. nine for me are like Simpsons jokes, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> also the broom that had a shotgun shell in it. <laughs> Can't forget that one. Which one's that? A scary Movie Three. Oh, he's, he's oh, he has that. seen that. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. you were saying that, like that was one of your favorite like weird gags that they had. And There's there. so like, many good weird. Yeah, gags wherever like he's just holding that broom, like he's gonna fight them <laughs> off. He's like, yeah. all right, it's like all right, let's go deal with these aliens. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Uh, but yeah, so Biff gets it back, starts like driving off. Uh, Marty and Doc are, he's like, ah, oh, fuck, I fucked up Doc. And Doc's like, it's okay, Marty, we'll figure it out. And he gives him the hoverboard and uh fun chasing kind of chasing not really a chasing i guess it's weird the tunnel scene tunnel. that happens where he's trying to get the almanac from yeah biff. Biff's just trying to fucking kill marty mm-hmm. he's got a taste for blood yep. really marty gets the almanac and biff gets covered in cow manure again horse manure horse manure i'm sorry yes horse manure again which would be worse cow. i feel like cow, probably yeah. cow yeah cow, i feel like cow smells worse well i don't know they're both shit so like, I feel they like they both smell like shit. I don't know how much smell wise. Obviously, I feel like horse manure is usually clumps more. It's clumpy. And like cow ball. manure is like. Well, I was gonna say because horses are way more active than cows are. Yeah. Sure, but like either way, it's a truck full. Yeah, but like yeah, either I... way, like Dry said, either way, it's shit. I yeah. feel like cow probably would be like a truck full of cow manure probably would be worse than a truck full of horse manure. Yeah, I feel like cow manure is just like more dense. Well. If you have personal experience in this, please let us know at the last ones in podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> There's people to do. Absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, uh, that's all going good. And they're like, hey, we could get out. And Doc's like, hey, Marty, I, I can't park right now because. So I'm storm. going into the street. I'm going directly up. <laughs> I, I didn't he really- said it was something about the lightning storm. He said he, he had couldn't. like take a round around and I don't know why. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Plot convenience. Yeah, yeah. like. I, I I don't care ultimately, yeah. but like it's weird that they didn't actually like come up with a reason. So like, I, just, I gotta Marty. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and he's like really happy. Marty's like, Doc, you gotta not get killed, and then Doc gets struck by lightning, and the car disappears. Yeah, but then at this exact moment, Western Union yeah uh, shows up with a letter for Marty. He's like, and Hey, most- uh, <laughs> do you know what the fuck this is about? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> In the most inspicuous way possible, because like it just a guy driving a car. It's not marked in any way, shape, or form, and he's wearing all black. Like it you, Marty raining. McFly. <laughs> yeah, like we've held on to this for seventy years. Yeah. Also, like, uh, I do like the foreshadowing in the car where it always like resets the January first, nineteen oh five. Yeah, like they really thought about it. They really thought about it. Yeah. I love. And he's it. like, oh, I gotta fix the stamp thing. Yeah. And, like, it's not even, like, the thing I like, it's not, like, a one-off thing. Like, yeah. you constantly see it glitching like that, which yeah, is yeah. cool. Yeah. He did also, there. it's actually kind of a throwaway line in this movie. He does say, like, uh, he's going to have to destroy the time machine after they fix their or fix the timeline now, which means he'll never be able to go back to uh, the, Western the Western times yeah. and yeah. Uh, do the research oh, that, that he wanted to. a little to. less subtle, but, again, back then it probably would be more subtle because, yeah. like, yeah. We're so separated from Westerns, no one would ever say that nowadays, I yeah, feel like. By the end of this movie, people are probably like, man, they really talk about Westerns a lot in this. <laughs> like, you see Westerns, there's like a bunch of references to Westerns in it. Biff watches a Western. Yeah, like, there's it a whole... terrible. There's a whole bunch of stuff. <laughs> Which one did you say that one was? The that Good, the was, Bad, the Ugly? No, that one was part of the trilogy. That one was Fistful oh, of Dollars. okay. Yeah, because yeah. it's Fistful of Dollars, Good, Bad, the Ugly, and then a third movie. Yeah, I don't remember the name. That one looked bad. They're it, regarded the as some of the best Westerns ever. We gotta have Western Month. I don't know. You if would I, die. Could, I don't know if I could do it. I we should like probably watch Good of the Ugly. I don't think it will be amazing, but it's we probably genuinely sh- part of a trilogy. So ah, uh, well, it would fit the theming of this year. Yeah, it would. <laughs> I feel like they will all be the same, but you know, they're not. Okay, there, there's like a very much a story, but they're all because like fucking long. That is like the John Wayne movies, right? No, no, no. that's Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood. Sorry, I mix them up. No, John Wayne. John Wayne did a few really big, like, dramatic ones, but he was mostly just, like, Silver Arrow Western guy. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, ninety percent of westerns are all the same, anyways. They really are. More he did or True less. Grit though, which was very, very well regarded critically. Actually, as like being a very serious movie, that's also a western. Maybe we'll watch that one instead of the Good, the Bad. Yeah, True Grit's a pretty good movie. True Grit's pretty good. All right. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> uh, this one ends and it's like, oh my god, Doc's alive. He's in 1885, and then Marty goes to uh, now Doc, I guess. To 1955, Doc. Yeah. He's like, there's only one guy that can help me. Doc, hey, what's up? And Doc's like, holy shit, and dies. Yeah. He's like, we gotta we gotta go. We gotta go and get a Doc. Doc, wake up. And then it fades to, or to be concluded on the screen. Yeah, it, and then you get a trailer for Back to the Future so Part 3. funny. So good. Like, we kind of do that nowadays with, like, the Marvel shit. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine if they just straight up would show trailers to the next Marvel movie? Well, sir, at the end of Captain America, there the was a trailer. One? Yes, there was a trailer for Avengers. Yeah. And they never did it again. Like, again, we, we, we kind of have that similar type of deal. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, it'd be so funny if they would. Especially if it was, like, fucking shit movies that did it. <laughs> well. <laughs> oh, speaking of which. <laughs> uh, the Matrix Reloaded ended... With a trailer for Matrix Revelations, <laughs> which also very similar to Back to the Future, Matrix Revelations, uh, Revolution, Revolutions, uh, came out six months after the second movie. Interesting. Yes, I feel like that wasn't. I guess Spider Verse was supposed to do that, but it's not. There's no way it's gonna do that. It's not coming out in March. It's not coming out. It's not coming, it's not out. coming out. <laughs> in like, it's gonna be like a four year delay. If it does come out, it's gonna be shit. It does. It probably doesn't help that it. It's during the writer strike too. No, which I'm worried about. That it's not going well. I'm gonna say that. Oh boy. I mean, Deadpool three is coming out, and like that was fully written during the writer strike, and that's concerning a little bit. Yeah, it wasn't fully written during the writer strike. Oh, it's been filmed during the writer strike, which ah. means that any writing on set was done by scabs. It can't be done by anybody who is a WGA screenwriter. Uh, which means also. If any of the actors are screenwriters with the WGA, they are not allowed to ad lib because that's is technically Ryan writing. Reynolds or whatever. I don't know. No, hmm. I think he just ad libs because that's just what Ryan Reynolds does. But the thing is, ad libbing is considered writing. It gets put into the script that's afterwards. Fair. So if he is part of the Screenwriters Guild, he is not allowed to ad lib on the movie, which could fuck up the entire. Which could fuck up the entire yeah. movie. <laughs> yes, I don't think it's gonna be. I still haven't even seen Deadpool two. I have it's zero good. interest to. It's good. I have interest for sure. in Deadpool two. I just haven't seen it yet. Oh what? Yeah. Okay. Well. <laughs> uh. But yeah. Back to the future. Uh. That's that's it. That's it's the movie. Decent. Uh. Yeah. A lot. Uh. Did, it did a lot actually. Yeah. Really speaking, like there's, there's a lot packed in there. Again, yeah. like the first one's like charming and like a cool thing about like oh I found my old parents and got them back together and then this one's like I had to fix the f- like the dystopian future that I have wrought upon us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it really is. Kind uh, of a bigger scope of things in the second yeah. movie. Yes. I think it calms, it's, it's chill. The third one is more chill for sure. Yeah. Which uh, I don't know how I'll feel about that because I did like that. This one was like a more serious plot. It's more serious, super chaotic, a ton going on everywhere all the yeah. time. But still extremely funny. Still extremely, extremely funny. Has so many good jokes. And it's still dark, like dark humor, like yeah. the first one, which yeah, is funny. It absolutely. Is. I think I've only seen the third one. All the way through twice, maybe. I've yeah. not watched it while having this collection. I, I, I'm worried because no one really talks about the third one. They don't. They talk about the third one being disappointing. Yeah. <laughs> People say the game of the third one's the best on the NES. <laughs> the, 
Sure. <laughs> okay. Well. <laughs> uh, so yeah, final thoughts here and a score. E, you go first. Uh, this was great. I I loved it. I was I really was worried that I wasn't gonna enjoy it as much being a random sequel and like, uh, I I did worry it was gonna be retreading the first one because. There's only so there's like five time travel plots people like to do. Yeah. Uh this was technically one of them but it's not the same one. So that's good. It's true. <laughs> uh yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was really funny. I don't like I think pacing wise sometimes it gets a little weird mm-hmm. and the first bit's kind of boring if I mean watching them like so close it's kind of boring. I'm sure in theaters it was cool. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but like, I, I really enjoyed this. It being an hour 45 is a huge plus in my book. <laughs> I, th- we're, I think we're getting better. Like if things weren't an hour and a half, you would be like, this is the longest movie ever. Uh, <laughs> so like hour 45, like being like, whoo, nice. Like I think we're getting, uh, maybe one day you'll be like only two hours. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> We'll eventually I mean, get there. <laughs> movies only have to be 45 minutes to be a movie. So. Not true. Literally true. Literally definition. No. <laughs> no. That uh, is an episode. Uh, but yeah. No, this was this was really fun. I, I think I'm going to give this a nine. Okay. I think it deserves it. Okay. Okay. Robbie. Yo. You turn you YouTube. 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 You turn. You turn. <laughs> Robbie, turn on YouTube. Go to your shorts. You turn your turn do talking. <laughs> Am I having a stroke again? Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah, like it is I know I didn't say a whole lot this episode about it, like, but it is a fun movie and it is like E said kind of chaotic because it ha- it goes through three different timelines and like alternate timelines of like how they forked off and how they had to unfork themselves. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Pun not intended, weirdly enough. Um <laughs> But, um, yeah, like, this actually, it gets complicated of, like, what happens if, like, you mess up a timeline without overcomplicating itself. Because people like to overcomplicate these things way too much. True. Uh, they kind of have for a long time. Uh, mm-hmm. Weird enough, going back to H.G. Wells' time, our time machine, like, that one tends to overcomplicate itself sometimes even. But, um. All in all, it's still good. It's it is a fun movie. It does have some dark humor. E kept on asking how the hell to get it past it or with just PG. The there entire is a movie. scene where they just do a drive by. Yeah, there's straight up a drive by scene in this. Yeah, it's is. not a joke. They just do a drive by. Yeah. <laughs> and then they also have like the uh, principal of the school in 1985, like how he's gonna blow the nuts off of Marty. Yeah. At one point. Uh, God, there, there is like there is some dark humor in this, the, but the like dystopian future is dystopian. Like, it's oh yeah, it's very up. dystopian. It's fun, but uh, yeah, it, it this might be the funnest one of the Back to the Future movies. Like, it still has some of the '80s jank, just because it's of the time when it comes. To, like, you know, I think with like Biff acting like he's dumb, expect or no Griff acting like he's dumb, they overdo that one just a little bit. Yeah. Um, I don't know, there's not like a lot of huge flaws. It's just like kind of a lot of 80s jank with some of it too. Like some of the graphics, like you can tell they tried touching up on it. It didn't really help. It I feel like it sticks might have been out better like a sore if thumb. They just didn't. Yeah, I yeah. think I think that that's how I feel most of the time for these. Yeah. Cuz it's one of those things that people forget is like back then when they first filmed it, it looked fine on a CRT. So they're like, "All right, this will just do." Like you can tell it's fake, but it's fine. It's it's CGI. We can only do so much. And 
it kind of sticks out a little bit more in 4K. But all in all, it's still like it's a good movie. Like I like some of the weird referential things that they do for like what they think 2015 is going to be like in this one. That There's is kind of fun. It's there's, not much. There's not a lot, and it's real heavy on Jaws because Steven Spielberg was a producer. It's so, so funny how like that is so wrong. Yeah, yeah. I I thought we had only gotten to eight by now. We were only at four apparently. Yeah. I thought they rebooted it like twice already. No, nope. no, just maybe because like Jaws is just kind of not culturally relevant anymore. It's a shark. Yeah, there's only so much you can do with this shark. That's what I mean, though. I feel like people like even I feel like if you made like a movie like Jaws now, people would not care. Well, well, <laughs> there's a movie. Bear. There's a movie uh, starring Jason Statham called The Meg. Oh yeah, and The Meg Two is about to come out very soon. They were both, or the first one, I was, I should say, what uh, did quite well in the box office. That was actually my first Dolby Vision Theater film that I ever saw. I'm sorry. That was the first Dolby Vision Theater they had in our town. I assume Megalodon. Uh, yes, yes. It's a Megalodon. It's a big giant shark. The biggest downfall of those films is they are PG-13, which makes a big giant shark killing people feel very boring. <laughs> nice. I think one of my favorite things of this, though, was like that trailer that they made for jaws 19 of like yeah. each jaws movie getting dumber and dumber it's really good it's really good very um, if very meta for sure yeah like uh another good thing is like whenever they go back to like where the recycling is and they're recycling a whole bunch of laser discs next to silicone yeah was a weird thing that they had there and That's like so funny to me because again like they were so off like laser discs were like two years yeah the, i mean laser discs were Premium, 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 but they were fucking expensive. Yeah. yeah. Which and sucks, because they were subjectively really good. Yeah, but they also broke easy. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, I'm going to say, a lot of the things we put, like, <laughs> recordings on broke easily. But can you imagine if we had 4K laser discs? UHD technology with the size of a fucking laser disc? I feel like we still would have shrunk them. Yeah. So... <laughs> That's actually one of those weird things that I know. It's like in 1993 or 1994, I think they technically had 1080p laser discs. Yeah. But apparently the motor were... in there had to spin at 3,000 RPMs in order to actually read the disc properly. I was going to say, laser discs actually were fucking huge in Japan. Yeah, they yeah. were. Uh, it was um, a Japanese-only thing, if I remember correctly. Yeah, because uh, there are a lot of like laser discs exclusive, not not really exclusive, but like only home release was on a laser disc like, anime. And they're kind of really highly sought after because a lot of them don't have like any rips online. Wow. Hmm. Well, because just old anime wasn't preserved very well. Yeah. Everything old wasn't preserved very well, but like, <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. So like, there, there's a lot of those because, uh, they are like, well, VHSs kind of suck, so let's do laserdisc and those sold well for a while. I think because like home video stuff was all always kind of a niche thing so they probably were just more willing to pay more even vhs has got very expensive sometimes yeah which is f- so funny because they're so bad they're so bad <laughs> i i do get a bit nostalgic when i see a vhs collection though i think they look cooler than cds they yes vhs uh cases and just the the width of them i think look better on a shelf than a dvd or a blu-ray i do think that but, anyway. but anyways, <laughs> the dystopian stuff was uh, probably my favorite part of this yeah. movie. The act, going back to 1955, it just kind of, that that's a part that kind of feels like retreading old ground of just like adding like oh yeah Marty was in the background the whole time thing was just kind of like 
okay, I guess. Yeah, you could have um, probably cut of it. Yeah. You could have cut the principal stuff, basically. You could have, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they wanted to add it on there for something else, but it's for the third movie. We'll talk about that when that gets there. The principal's Butch Cassidy the whole time. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, don't you don't you do the head nod like, oh, that's kind of true. <laughs> I refuse to believe the principal is Butch Cassidy. I mean, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's still a fun movie. Like, this is probably one of the funnest ones of the trilogy. I do agree with that one. Uh, I, I'd give it an 8 out of 10. Uh, yeah, I think this is a super, super fun movie. I think everybody's performance is, like, really good, actually. The the people who need to be serious in serious parts are really good. Michael J. Fox is just, man, he's honestly, like, one of those actors that you can watch him do whatever, and he, I th- I, he's kind of magical. I really like Michael J. Fox. He was an actor of a generation. Yeah. For a reason. Um, I feel like I've only seen two of his movies. Yeah, I mean, you, I, we should probably watch more Michael J. Fox stuff. Honestly, he's really good. Let's watch T-Wolf. all of uh, Sidewinders or whatever you said that thing was. His sitcom. Yeah, you'd hate it. It's a sitcom, <laughs> but it's good. It's funny, but it's a sitcom. <laughs> uh, Spin did. City, by the way. Yeah, we could bring Frighteners. We could bring Frighteners. Yeah, that was a horror movie he was in. Interesting. Yeah. And it was directed by uh, what's his face? I Michael can't... Scott. No, the director of Lord of the Rings. Can't think of his name. Tolkien. Really. Yeah, George uh, Martin. No, no. no. Uh, Peter Jackson. P- yeah, it was Peter Jackson. Percy huh. Man. Peter Jackson directed that. I can kind of see it. I'm not gonna lie. With especially with uh, Dead Alive that he did, mm-hmm. I, they kind of share some game? similarities. He did this uh, right before he did Lord of the Rings. That's fun. Nice. Because <laughs> imagine if it was right after. That'd be hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> uh, or not did this? Did that? The Frank yeah. I should say rather. Uh, but yeah, it's super fun. I really do like it. I think it's just really easy to watch, which yeah. some popcorn movies aren't easy to watch because it feels like they're too stupid or like it feels like this or that. Like even with the 80s jank in there, I feel like it is just extremely- They told that line really well. Yeah, it's extremely easy to watch and it's extremely funny. Uh, I would give it like an 8.5, I think. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't expect to give it the lowest rating, but like- how dare Eight you? being the lowest rating, it's still a good rating. It's like, very good rating. I don't remember this what this we movie's rated. not perfect. I don't remember what we rated the first one. I don't I, either. I, I think, think I gave it a seven. Eight. I don't know if Maybe I. It was tell. seven, seven and a half, eight. <laughs> I couldn't tell you what I rated the movie we watched last week. That's fair. Uh, I think I rated it a low. What do we? I watch? rated it a four. I remember that Uncharted was last. Uncharted. Week. Oh, seven. I gave it a four. Seven. Now I can't. Probably also gave it a seven. I think I also gave it a seven because yeah. like it's that, that that that's another popcorn movie, but. This is a better popcorn this movie than Uncharted is. Movie. Better popcorn movie. Easier to watch, I would say, too. Yeah. Much better pacing. <laughs> Less time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. That Back to the Future Part 2. We're we're at two trilogies that we're done with the second one of. Yeah. yeah. Two? Three? Two. Three? Two. Two? Batman. Batman and this now. <laughs> Batman and this now. And then, technically... If we when we do scary movie two, yeah, we'll all have seen three, but we'll only have done the two. So. I don't think we'll bring three because I no. feel like that'd be hard to talk about, anyways. Yeah, it's, it's impossible. Uh, and then Riddick, we need to get two. We've only then, seen the first one. For yeah, that, that's but, what I mean. Yeah. But we've all seen three. We've all seen. I three. have not seen three. Oh, I own three? it now, and I haven't seen three. Never mind. Okay, I guess we're doing all three Riddicks. Probably. <laughs> I guess we're doing Riddick trilogy. I I could watch it on my own time. I guess. No, no, I, I guess. No. I don't remember what that movie's even like. <laughs> 
You just, just remember that there's a dog. A dog. That's all I remember about Which, that movie. Is yeah, that's what dog. confused me so badly on that episode was just like, like yeah, the dog that he has, like the dog. It was so funny because both me and D kept talking about this dog, and I think we started to gaslight you into thinking there's a dog in the movie. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> it had been a while. Like I hadn't seen the second one since like the early two thousands. And I was like, was there a dog in the second? No, there couldn't have been a dog in the second one. Was there? Because like, because no. the big, the funniest part is like it dies pretty early in the movie, and I think we remarked that. So I think we did start gaslighting you into thinking there was a dog in the second one. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, yeah, that's it for this episode here. E. Yeah. If people want to get a hold of us, where can they do that? We have a link tree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash L-O-Y-P. Gives you a link to all the social media. Uh, there's not a lot anymore. There's not a lot anymore. They're all dying. They're all dying. <laughs> uh, all the podcast stuff, you, I assume you know which one you want to listen to us on. But you Yeah, you're, you're listening to this. So, And our Twitch stream, every Wednesday, every Saturday, we play video games. Yeah. On Saturdays, I've been playing Half-Life 2. Uh, by the time this goes out, we should have one more Half-Life 2 stream after this. Depends. Probably. Depends. Or three. We will see. Maybe or four. we finish. Uh, who knows how... It'd be so funny if I like just nail everything. If you everything. somehow finish it, I'm going to be shocked. It'd be so funny if I do. If E played it like a person who's played a lot of <laughs> FPS games does and wants to beat the game, he could beat it. Like, I just get in and you just see me like doing a bunch of like speed runs and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> been catfishing us this whole time uh and wednesday dry is up to bat yesterday yesterday i will have started my thing uh rogue legacy 2 so dry loves rogue legacy that's like one of his favorite games he really hates ninja gaiden but he really likes rogue legacy rogue legacy is a side scroller and it's a roguelite ninja gaiden's a side scroller not the one i played (laughs) yeah but the good one is not the one i played Yeah, that one's better than Half Life Two, apparently. Apparently, yes. Uh, one review, at least, actually, a bunch of reviews. Uh, so many said things it. said that was like the greatest game of that year, and I don't know what the fuck People they were are on. Fucking insane, who liked that game? Anyway, yeah. Uh, so look forward to that stuff. Uh, our streams are always fun. There may or may not be something extra. Ooh. Look forward to that. It will be on the archive if there was. Ooh, tease! Look at that tease! Wow! Wow! Uh, <laughs> wow! But yeah. So that's that's that. Uh, thank you all for listening. Thank you all. Yes. Uh, Robbie, you want to take a crack at whatever? <laughs> Getting us out of here? Yeah. So, if you're out and about, make sure to be gotten another. Make sure to be safe. And whether this is the very first time you've listened to us or even though this is the very beginning, thanks for listening. Yeah. Thank you so much. Talk to you all again very, very soon. Have a great week. Be safe. Thank you, Robbie. Thank you, me. Yeah. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye.